Welcome to the Paranormal Pendle podcast, coming to you from the heart of Pendle Witch Country in the northwest of England. My name is Craig Bryant, author, investigator, and collector of stories. Join me as we take a journey into the paranormal, UFO sightings, cryptozoology, and big cats. This is the Paranormal Pendle podcast. Welcome to episode 34 of Paranormal Pendle, broadcasting to the Paranormal UK Radio Network at paukradio.com. So I'm delighted uh, this episode we're going to talk about something new, something that we've never discussed on the podcast before. Uh, My guest is uh, Stuart Allen, or Stu as he likes to be called, um, as I will be calling him throughout the interview. Uh, Stu has an interest um, and has done some research into ancient aliens um fallen angels um and bigfoot so quite an eclectic mix of uh, subjects and again as i said subjects that we haven't discussed in the past on the podcast so i'm really looking forward to this so stuart or oh, sorry Stu, welcome welcome to the podcast thank you thank you craig uh, i'm glad to be here um yeah uh, basically i've had a keen interest uh, on on looking at the uh, the nephilim uh, realistically what what started me um in this area and then connecting it to the ancient alien theorist um group if you will or or religion as the the the, the kind of uh proposing i'm not as you would say a religious person but uh, the links to creationism i think are fascinating um and as fast as science is going to prove that uh, we all we, we, uh, evolution they're also tying everything to creationism with the DNA strings and and, and, and and really realistically being able to create life from just a, a, just the fact that you can have the DNA string and you can create something from it. Dolly the sheep, for instance. Yeah, exactly. So um, let's just um, sort of move towards um, the ancient aliens um, subject to begin with. Okay. What do you th- what are your thoughts on on that? I mean, obviously, it's it's um, well, if you, sort of quite a big subject, isn't it, really? Oh yeah, it, it's vast. I think um, realistically, if you look at a lot of the ancient buildings around the world, there, there is uh, carvings um, um, that suggest that that the people of Earth were visited by ancient aliens. It, it's it's well. Um, I would just say it's, it's confusing to think that they either had something that they could look into the future, a crystal ball, and say that there are spacemen, people have been in space, or they were actually visited. There's uh, paintings all over mountains in, in America, North America that the Native Americans have put on. If you look at Angkor Wat, there's uh, carvings in the temples there. Uh, certainly in the pyramids, in the hieroglyphics, there's, there's carvings that suggests that we've been visited in the past by uh, beings from outer space. Um, tying that together uh, with the fallen angel theory uh, that, that that we have been created by an alien race. So what are your theories then on um, pyramids, for instance? Um, because obviously, um, you know, there's, there are different types of pyramids being built all across the world so so the two obviously that are the most um the most talked about obviously the egyptian pyramids and the aztec pyramids um you mentioned 
again, I mean, this is a massive subject, and, and I'm, I'm trying not to go off off tangent with it, really. Um, no. You mentioned about um, hieroglyphics. So, obviously, there have been um, hieroglyphics and carvings that have been found at these sites that would suggest, and, and some of them have been very similar in, uh, in design, um, that would suggest some sort of extraterrestrial uh, involvement. So what, what's your thoughts on that? Um, the pyramids, I think that there's, a, there's a few theories on the pyramids. Um, either the, 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 the races of man were trying to get closer to the heavens, so they built a structure. Um, built Being from the building trade, the pyramid probably would be the easiest way to get the height at the time, you know, building it up into a triangle. Um, there are other people that say that, that the pyramids were actually... Um, built as the tombs uh, for the got for the leaders um I personally I, 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 it's the one thing that really if you look globally is the building that that unites most races is a is a pyramid they're not just found um in like you say in, in South America or in Egypt it, it's a global um phenomena. Uh, recently in Eastern Europe, there's been uh, discoveries of pyramids. In China, uh, there's a giant pyramid being found over there. So the, there is some significance into that building, that that type of building. Um, or was were humans mimicking um, landing craft, like like in the film uh, Stargate, where it shows uh, the pyramid being a spacecraft? Um, that's a quite a, an an interesting idea that was put yeah. onto film but yeah, yeah. but um I, 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 but in, in hindsight um let's go to the Giza pyramids for instance um and the mimicking of the orion star system which is quite fascinating as well so yeah. if you look at the orion's belt and the and the uh, and the layout of the whole of the Giza complex it it actually mimics exactly that star constellation are, are they guides were they put on as um for aerial uh, identification so that anybody visiting would know where to land yes yeah, sort of like um yeah like markers i mean again you've you've got these huge um sort of um I don't know, would you call them carvings that the, you can only see from altitude in places like South America um, yeah. and, and the sort of um, uh, human or humanoid shaped, uh, but they're absolutely huge, aren't they? I mean, why would yeah, you yeah. why would you do something like that if you were purely looking at it just from ground level? Um, yeah. You would do something smaller that you could actually stand there and look at and see the whole thing rather than having to sort of ascend to to maybe you know five hundred yeah. thousand feet or whatever and obviously at that particular time in history we didn't we didn't have flight or, or we don't we don't think we had flight so so the question is then why would um these sort of carvings um on on the ground be uh, made so big yeah it was looking at like the nascar lines uh you talk about but there are there are are other carvings in mountains in in the mountains of uh, Peru uh, and down the Andes, in particular, um, uh, that that purport to that. Also, um, 
there is a temple in Peru and they found stones that couldn't possibly have been cut by modern tools. They look like they've been made by a laser, if you will. Something, mm. something from that, that would be that precise. Yeah. Um, the tools that were available to a man at the time of carving uh, would never, would could never ever have have produced such a, such intricate work. So things tie together that 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 we we, we were or we visited at one time by an alien race. Are we still being visited? That's another that's another question. Uh, for another probably another show, uh, but we could also bring into this interdimensional um, travel as well. Uh, there the, the are uh, are stories of stargates, or uh, I'll go back to stargates again. It's not that it's the, the, the base of my theories of stargate. It's just been called a stargate, uh, where uh, it was supposed to be in a mountain in Peru, where. where it is actually called the gate to the stars where you could go through the mountain uh, yeah. and into another universe uh like a wormhole i think a, a um yeah is a modern uh, type of, of theory on this yeah. to to really combat what if we're going to try and tie things together everything can be um uh if you will poo-pooed by science saying well you won't be able to travel across space but now we're looking at um, wormholes and, and other bits and things like that that could actually solve that up, solve that argument, if you will. Yeah, I mean, one thing that fascinates me, you're talking about um, these stones that have been found and, and they've been cut to such a, um, a minute um, degree. They've been they've been cut so um, so smoothly, and 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 you know, even, we we would even find it difficult. Uh, with modern tools to be able to replicate it. One thing that I find fascinating about, and I, I'm going back to the pyramids again, because the certainly um, the Egyptian pyramids and and Egyptology and the whole um, the whole thing around the uh, the belief system that they had, I think is really interesting. And some of the large stones that that they've they've um, looked at have been cut by you know to 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 such the nth degree yeah. really. Yeah. Um, you know something that that we would struggle to do today even with with modern technology so you know the question is did the ancient egyptians have technology which has now been lost um and which wasn't recorded now given the fact that they, they tended or, or they seem to record everything really um you know certainly with regards to their pharaohs and their um their gods and their belief systems they tended to record everything within uh, the pyramids. So you'd think that if there was some sort of lost technology, it would have been been recorded, you know, showing them yeah. cutting these stones or whatever. But but it but it isn't. So that would to me would would suggest then that something else has been going on there. Um, I don't know, you know, what what what's your thoughts on that then? I mean, how did how did they build the pyramids? Because we've tried to replicate well, it with with modern uh, construction technology, and and obviously it's very very difficult. Um, there are a, a few theories. Um, I think one that I, partic I particularly like. I'm not. I would not say that 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 it, it, it's true. But the one that I do like is the um, the, the fact that they, they could use um, vibration, uh, different frequencies to to move uh, objects and to create objects. Um, as you know, 
human beings, we resonate at a certain frequency um, that fortunately our vision, our eyes um, are, are tuned into so that nobody looks blurred all the time. But everything has a frequency. And the, the, the uh, what one theory is that, that they could uh, harness this frequency to move blocks and create blocks and move them around so that, so that they could make the pyramids out of it. It does sound a bit um, far-fetched, but uh, is, is that a technology that's been lost? Mm, exactly. But, yeah. But what, what uh, recently they've discovered a chamber under the Sphinx um, that they believe to be a vast, um, a vast library of lost, um, techn- lost work, if you will, uh, and history of the Egyptian race that goes back yeah. further. Now we all know the fi- this. Well, we well not say we all know this. That's an assumption. The Sphinx is a lot older than the pyramids mm. yeah. by at least ten thousand years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some say that maybe this 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 library is the lost library of the city of Atlantis. Again, another another tenuous link, but there were, there were supposed to be um, excavating and then there was a, a, um, a civil war in Egypt not long ago and it stopped all all um, excavations and I've not really caught up with anything from that since nothing's been released that that they've, uh, they've said anything. Um, going back to ancient technologies and, and the pyramids, another theory was that the pyramids were actually uh, generators of electricity and and the ancient Egyptians actually harnessed electricity through the pyramids. Okay. And the lords, you know, the lodestones at the at yeah. the top. Yeah. Um, we, we could probably do with that sort of technology today, with the way that. Yeah, well, well, yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? Yeah, if it, if it's if it is a, it's feasible, if it is um, physically possible in physics. Yeah. Then yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it would obviously be a, a fairly clean technology. I would have thought. So. Well, but, yeah. yeah, but but you, you also look at um, the layer lines. If you look uh, around the, the um, so if you will, the ancient uh, druids and um, wise people, if you will, of, of each race knew where the energy lines ran through the work through the world, if you will, and most uh, of the ancient. Um, Structures are built on these eight ley lines, Stonehenge. Um, yeah, I was going to say, Stonehenge is, yeah, Stonehenge is a good example of that, isn't it? And yeah. uh, Newgrange, I believe, in uh, in Ireland is, is, yeah. also, is also built on a ley line. I mean, what's what's your thoughts on Stonehenge? I mean, what what do you think it, it was it was built for? And again, um, again, yeah. sorry, sorry to interrupt, but again, no. about massive stones, aren't we? And I mean, some some of the stones were were, were brought, you know. Dozens and dozens of miles, weren't they? Yeah, from what Wales apparently. They, Wales, yeah. back the stone, aren't they? Um, yeah. Well, I have a theory, but um, my theory is really, really left centre. Um, okay, but, well, go on. <laughs> but, well, if I go back to what we call the Nephilim, uh, we were purported that there was giants in, uh, roaming the world. And the, the, you know, if, if you look in the Bible, um, when Moses left Egypt and went to find the Holy Land, he sent his twelve spies out to to look at Canaan, and the, they came back with reports that the land was filled with giants. Okay, right. Um, and if you, if, the, if there's a there's a place in Canaan, in Canaan where uh, they found massive stone 
stones that have been carved ready for building construction uh, that are, are over 100 tonnes uh, in size. Mm. And the carving is absolutely magnificent. Mm. And there's no way at that time any man, no man of normal proportions, would be able to lift it and move it. Um, and it kind of links to that. But if you look at Stonehenge, maybe, may, maybe it was built by uh, a giant race um, of, of tall, the stronger people. Mm. If, if, if we were, if we were going to go by that, a, another, a logical, a more logical theory would be um, water would be a good way of, of, of uh, lifting heavy blocks in that time. If you flooded an area, if you dammed it off and flooded it, you could lift um, anything to a certain height and move it onto a, onto the henge itself. But probably a temple, I would have thought, that more than anything. Uh, it seems to line up with the solstices, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, so it has an important, it has an important, um, if you will, fe- function. Uh, yeah. Yeah, function yeah. within yeah. The, uh, the ancient races. Well, that's interesting. So, because some people think it could be an astronomical clock, don't they? Or yeah, yeah. Um, there's another, there's another one that 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 um, that, that was about that said uh, that they would be used for um, flying saucers to land on. <laughs> you know, I've, that, 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 that. I have, I've not heard that one actually, but yeah. No. If you look, if you uh, there's a, uh, going a bit off off at a, ta- a tangent again. Um, the Germans built um, built a, a, a fine disc um, in, towards the end of the Second World War, uh, and it's in, in Norway. The, there is a circle a, a circular structure that they built for it to land on and take off from, and uh, since then people have made a link to, to stone circles as being places for flying saucers to land on I think it's a bit far-fetched myself I think it's more I think it'd be more to do with with like you say an astronomical clock or or, or uh, with the solstice so they could tell um, the times of year were coming so winter's coming summer's coming spring's coming uh, yeah. so it's time to harvest or you know be ready for the harsher weathers yeah um, but but again, that doesn't really explain how they, they actually built the thing. No, no. You know, because again, you're talking about some of the some of the stone blocks are, are, are like a hundred tons, aren't they? Some of them. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a phenomenal amount of weight, and and mm. you can say, oh yeah, they can lift it with a block and tackle. But do you think of the strength of the block and tackle to to lift it with, even on a pulley system? Put, I mean, you know, the pulleys will help um, mm. reduce the load, but but. It's having that technology to make the pulleys. Yeah, I mean, it must have been a hell of an undertaking to move because some some of the um, some of the quarried stones at Stonehenge, as as you mentioned, that they've um, they've been traced back to being quarried in Wales, and and you're talking, you know, so there's 50, 60, 70 miles away. Yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah. And, even floating and, across the sea, it, it's still a long way, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it is, and and it does make you wonder how they actually. Well, I mean, the manpower involved to move them must have been must have been phenomenal, and and you know, again, I mean, going back to to the pyramids and so on, there's there's obviously that belief system there as as to why these structures were built. There's obviously a very strong belief system and very strong yeah. very strong motivation in order to get 
obviously there must have been an awful lot of people involved in these constructions, well, um, you know, and organising them and, and, and you know, um, um, keeping them, because, I mean, I mean they, they, they took tens, dozens of years, didn't they, to, to build? Oh, yeah, it's like, I suppose, like our cathedrals, in a way, they took decades and decades, uh, you know, generations to build them. Um, but I mean, it's always been said that the Egyptians had a massive uh, slave race anyway because of, of uh, who they were and how powerful they were, more advanced at the time. Um, but still, it, it, it is an immense project to undertake uh, to get these things in place. I think uh, as well, when, we, when we're told um, or we're taught in, in schools uh, at a young age that pyramids were tombs uh, and the pharaohs were buried in them, but then we found that the buried that a lot of the pharaohs were in the Valley of the Kings, um, uh, uh, hidden away in hidden tombs. Mm. But yeah, I suppose we'd also know that a lot of the tombs were raided. So if you're going to have a big pyramid to be buried in with all your gold, it's kind mm. of an advertisement for uh, for any Oops. grave robbers to to say, oh well, that's where it's buried. Let's go and get it. You know. Yeah, and I I believe that the pyramids originally when they were built were actually smooth sided with um, yes. Uh, was it alabaster or something similar to yeah. that? And, and you know they would, they would shine in the sun. You know they they, they and and it's it's just all been stripped off over the over the millennia. You know over yeah. the. Yeah, um, I think the last the the, the oh I can't think where I just remember I've just forgotten where it is. But they were they were originally they were step pyramids like the pyramids in uh, South America, like say the Aztecs. Yeah. Aztec, yeah. But then but then they they. The uh, advanced to the smooth sided ones, like you say, and and there's supposed to be lots of lost cities in in the deserts in in, in around in and around Egypt uh, mm. that that hide other technologies that we that we, we don't know about yet. Yeah, of course. I mean, there was the film The Mummy, wasn't there? The the remake um, oh. where they were looking for the city of the dead. I mean, you know, often um, you know uh, um, films sometimes have, have got a little bit of truth in there you know the, the the idea these ideas have got to come from a spark from somewhere yeah they uh, take, they, take um, they, they will take a bit of history uh, yeah. and, and and embellish it um yeah, uh, and, and grow that idea but yeah yeah i mean people people looking for all sorts of uh, bits and pieces uh, to, to tie why pyramids have been why the pyramids were built i mean we're still probably go back to the tombs but um i was going to say uh, in the giant pyramid at giza they found a, a hidden chamber again mm. this is going back to the time um going back uh, a few few bits and uh, a few years uh before covid and they, they think they found a link of why the pyramid was built but again uh, all work was stopped due to the war uh, that, that broke out, and we haven't really got any further with that yet. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a massive subject, obviously, and and the whole ancient aliens and and pyramids. I mean, you know, there are there are documentaries galore, aren't there, on uh, yeah. on on cable and satellite, and Amazon and Netflix and and so on. And you know, there are some people who who make um, would seem to make quite a good living out of the subject. So I, I think. I think, like I say, the, the the good thing about documentaries, it, it does open doors to to people having theories and ideas, but I think they also um, 
bring on a lot of hoaxes as well. Yeah, and, and I think obviously you're going with paranormal and you and you're looking yeah. at um, spirits and ghosts and uh, and there are. You know, the, the, for every genuine story, there are probably yeah. 99 uh, or more um, hoaxes that have come out that that actually destroy. Yeah, the, that field yeah. of uh, thought. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, yeah. I mean, that's that's a discussion that I've had with with guests in the past, um, both in in relation to to the paranormal field and um ufos as well yeah um you know i mean there are some people again in both of those fields i think who um who seem to make a very good living out of um you know um certain theories shall we say um and and often i think sometimes you you've got to look beyond what they're telling you because you know sometimes these people are not not what they seem to be but but yeah, I mean, it's um, it, it is it is a really interesting subject, and I think it's, you know, I think there are still an awful lot of um, secrets that these places um, are yet to give up, and and obviously there's there's always going to be those questions. I think about how they were built and who built them, and so on. Um, can we sort of have a bit of a uh, uh, just sort of move on and have a bit of a chat about um, your theories on creationism then and. Yeah, yeah. You, you, what I like to do for for the listeners is is contact um, my guests by email and just say you know what do you want to talk about sort of thing yeah. before we before we do this. Your email was really it was only a couple of lines long, but it really got me because you talk about fallen angels, creationism, and the Nephilim. So I'm going to throw it over to you. Tell me tell me about those subjects. Okay, right, right. So if if we're going back to the Bible, if we look at the Bible, as soon as you mention the Bible, people switch off and they stop listening to you. But in the Bible, there are little paragraphs, little lines, bits of stories here and there that, that relate to an ancient history. Um, so in Genesis, it talks about the Nephilim. Now, for those people who don't know what the Nephilim are, um, God, who's supposedly the creator of mankind, um, had his team of angels and the angels were were flying down to earth and procreating with the dose of man. Um, so in the Bible, it says the sons of God, which were the angels and the dose of man procreated and the offspring were the Nephilim. Okay. And these were the heroes of old. So if you um, relate that to the ancient Greek legends um, uh, of, of uh, the Greek gods uh, that, that were about at the time, you could possibly relate those um those heroes to be nephilim also giants uh they were giants uh men of extraordinary uh strength speed uh fighting ability um so <clears throat> god then told because he was angry at, the, at these angels he, he banished them to earth now what, what do we what do we take from that? Is it is there an essence of truth in it? Is there is it just a a, a legend? Um, what we do know in the Bible, it does mention giants quite a lot. Um, it also it also tells us that uh, the flood occurred, uh, the the flood of Noah in Noah's time, because he want because God wanted to rid the world of all the nephilim, all the all the bad blood uh, that was that was floating around in uh, in human beings. And mm. Noah's was the only pure line that was left. 
okay. and therefore Noah was picked and his family was picked to to survive and the flood was supposed to wipe the earth of all the Nephilim and all the all the bad blood and start yeah. again. Um, some people say the flood was localised, some people say it was worldwide. Uh, it's down to your own interpretation. I'm not trying to preach anything of the Bible here. I'm just I'm just uh, talking about what what connections I've made. So if you will say that God created man, how did from his own in his own image from um basically the it says from the earth but if we think about it now as science, as science has advanced to us to a stage where we can create um life from dna who's mm. to say that an ancient race of aliens maybe who who are humanoid in um in outlook you know in shape yeah. did not you yeah. did not create uh, human beings from dna from their dna and maybe something from this planet's dna so we, we can then link that to apes or neanderthal man or something like that yeah. if they mix the dna's together to create a human being um that that is feasible so creationism yes we've created but uh, in, a, in a different way that we look at God as we tend to look at God as this big guy with a beard and a <laughs> white oh, and a white outfit and he's sat on a cloud yeah. with a harp and he's doing that. But uh, but we also look to the heavens for that creation. Mm. So you think the possibility then that when, when you look at, at, at all religions um, and obviously, you know, Christianity, for instance, has its roots um, sort of 2000 years ago. Um, uh, the the Greek um, gods and the Greek um, belief system obviously goes back thousands of years before that. Um, the Romans obviously took quite a lot from uh, the Greeks. In fact, the Romans actually borrowed most of the Greek gods, I think, and yeah, just, yeah. just gave them different names. Um, but then, if again, if we go wider, we go back to the to, uh, to the ancient Egyptian gods. Um, you go back to um, sort of i mean you can you can talk about any religion buddhism um you know um islam it, it, they've all got the same sort of idea then haven't they of, of these super uh creature uh, super uh gods creatures yeah. humans who who created um created the earth so do you think that it's possible that um these belief systems were actually uh, created because they didn't understand extraterrestrials who were possibly visiting us at the time um, and the only way that they could rationalize what they were encountering or indeed perhaps they were taught by these beings that you know they were actually you know superior to them and and, and therefore they were, they were their gods I mean it's interesting when you look at say for instance Greek mythology where you've got all the different gods that represent all the different things i mean there is you know it's entirely possible that, that there could have been um extraterrestrials who visited that part of the of the earth at the time because it was quite an advanced civilization anyway uh yeah yeah um i think i think that there's some validity in what you in what you're saying um if if you look at the the uh, all the advanced ancient races the ones that we look at and say uh oh um the um um but we're talking about the, about the aztecs the egyptians 
the Greeks, if, if, if we believe that Atlantis actually was a city, it was a city, it was supposed to be a very advanced city of the time. Then we look into the ancient um, Hindu religion. There's multiple gods, multiple uh, gods before Christianity and the Hebrew religion came in and said, oh no, they're not, we're not worshipping multiple gods, we're worshipping one god, that is a creator. So yeah. it, it would link up to the fallen angel theory that 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 the in different parts of the world we had we had groups of these fallen angels who were superior because uh, uh, they had um, extra powers, if you will, that they were stronger, they lived longer, etc. Then they they tended to live on mountains, didn't they? High up, high up. So yeah. obviously Mount Olympus was Mount Olympus a, a, a space craft or something that they descended from? If we look at all these people descending. Even the angels that God sent His angels, they all have a halo. Is that halo a, a, a space helmet? Mm. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Does that does that link together? Mm. Uh, so I mean, when when you mention the word fallen angel, I, I think um, you know, as, as, as somebody who's not particularly religious, um, yeah, but somebody who was was brought up as a child to be, well, Church of England. Christian, um, however you want to you want to mention it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the words "fallen angel" are usually associated in the Bible with the devil. Yes, well, the the devil or Satan was 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 the 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 head of that that uh, group of people that uh, angels that were were banished from heaven. Mm. Um, he, he was God's uh, favorite son, uh, if you will. Yeah, next to Michael, but they they were sent. To, to, to earth and they were banished um, and eventually uh, Satan was banished and, and so we saw we come from that hell was created and that's where that's that's Satan's prison if you will yeah. um, but um, but the, the story of God telling them not God telling his, his, his if you will his, uh, his angels I mean we call them angels in, in we call them angels because that's what people understand them I don't know what, what to say but they, they were his people that work with him and then he said don't don't mate with those women because it's not right mm. they can't cope the planet cannot cope with our dna we, yeah. you know you should know this yeah you know i think also if you look at the races of man as well if you look around the planet um there are quite a diverse uh, uh features mm. and, and uh, is that deliberate can you say it's evolution? Mm. I, yeah. I don't know. That's I, I don't, it's, yeah. a, it's just a question that you have to ask yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the, one of the, the thoughts, obviously, about religion from from a non-religious person such as myself is that is that religion was created, or or all religions were created as a um, tool of control of, yes. over the masses, yeah. um, basically to keep everybody in line. So. Um, you know, if if you if you believe in in the Bible and you believe in Christianity, um, if you live a good life and you behave yourself and you attend church um, and you give money to the church, because let's let's face it, you know, the church in 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 this country was um, was a particularly powerful um, organization. It still is now, but it was more powerful up until 
obviously Henry VIII, um, you know, dissolved all the monasteries and, and basically stole the wealth. Um, but they were, you know, the biggest landowners in the country for, for hundreds of years. Um, and and it, it was just a way of, of controlling people and and basically making sure that, that they behave themselves. Um, otherwise, you know, they, they believe that they will go to hell, hell instead of heaven. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think it has been used to control, but maybe it starts out as something different. Um, if you if you look at um, a, a, a church in general, a, a church, there's a lot of chanting, a lot of praying, and again, I'll go back to the um, to the the vibration, the resonance. Maybe that has a healing power, and maybe hmm. that's what that was what they were intended for. Uh, uh, it started out as a, a mass of people gathering together, chanting and, and, and saying certain prayers in a certain way that that it, it, it sent out healing vibrations to the to the people who attended, mm. so they were healthier. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, and and if that was how it started, it certainly has been manipulated in modern times. So exactly what you were saying about control. You yeah. know, you'll get your rewards in heaven if you if you if you were like an idiot for me for no money. But you'll get your. I'll sit here in a posh house with with lots of food while you struggle. Well, we we, we, could, we could talk about that forever. Uh, <laughs> but but um, but <clears throat> def, I think it, it, what it started out as and what it turned into the two different, two uh, different I think two different sure. things. But yeah. I, I, I would I would say that every structure. Um, if you will, every structure that that's been built on religious for religious bones are very fantastic acoustically. You know, if you look at all the cathedrals, you say, oh, 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 great acoustics. It's got to be there for a reason, hasn't it? Yeah, harmonics and, and you know sort of um, uh, brown notes. You know, these um, these frequencies that that are so low that we can't uh, we can't hear them. Obviously, do have an effect on. Uh, well, certainly have an effect on, on on certain people, don't they? And yeah, yeah. You know, the the harmonics and everything, and 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 so on. It's quite an interesting um, yeah. angle to think about, actually. It, it, you know, if we, if we get the because if you look, I mean, I've been brought up a Catholic, and the, the 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 mass is is the same week in week out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the same mantra. Uh, it, but is it the harmonics within that mantra that was that was developed for for health well-being you know it's just yeah. I, I think it's just yeah. another if you will music we all we all lack a different type of music but the resonance of that music makes us happy yeah no yeah that's that, that's that's a very interesting point yeah absolutely so yeah so so maybe the hymns and the singing and and the chanting and and everything else was. I, I will go more chanting because I think hymns are, are, are a latter day addition to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I would certainly go back to the prayers and 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 the chanting. You know, the the all, uh, hundreds of people chanting in a chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Like psalms, for instance, they're more yeah. a, a sort of chant, aren't they? In in, in the Christian um, and 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 Catholic um, religions, so they're they're more sort of chanting, aren't they, rather than yeah. singing? You know, the sort of almost like singing but without the music aren't they yeah so that's that's um yes yeah, that that is that is there's some really interesting points there actually really interesting um thought-provoking points i mean i certainly find the bible fascinating as i say i'm not really yeah. personally i'm not religious 
Um, but I do find the um, the way that we can interpret the Bible as, as being very interesting. And I think obviously a lot of it, in my opinion, was was um, a, you know a way of explaining uh, the world around us um, through a lack of understanding, you know, through lack of lack of scientific understanding. Um, but you know, I mean, obviously, you know, there's there's two sides of either the creationist theory or, or, yeah. or evolution. Um, and obviously, at the time when the Bible was was written, sort of, you know few hundred years well obviously the the old testament was was written before well before the new testament yeah um, but you know the new testament was written a few hundred years after um uh, yeah and the, the death you, of jesus you know yeah and, and it's been written to suit uh people uh to suit the people who were in power at the time as well yeah, so there's, there's, yeah. there's bits left out and and uh bits misinterpreted so we've only got a version of yeah. uh you know, um, entire chapters are missing as well. Aren't course, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, I mean, the, what I've been talking about today, um, the Book of Enoch, which isn't in the Bible, but the mm -hmm. Book of Enoch talks a lot about the uh, the Nephilim, the fallen angels, uh, the Watchers, uh, the people who look after the planet. Mm -hmm. it talks uh, talks quite a lot about it, but that is missing from the Bible because uh, it, I, I think it was uh, a subject that was deemed a bit too controversial for people at the time yeah yeah it was something that, that the people who who would would in power as, as as it were um didn't want people to know about no um and, and if you're looking at it being a tool of control mm. uh, don't, uh and, and let's face it not many people could read up until about 200 years ago uh certainly wasn't the proxy of the working classes yeah. um that any anything that Bible's read was only read by, if you will, the, the the classes that could read. So they could spread the word how they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Um what about Bigfoot? Let's change the subject again. Well, going back to Bigfoot. <laughs> let's, <laughs> All right. let's go off on a tangent. Let's let's talk about Bigfoot. Because you mentioned about um giant skeletons that have been uh, discovered in America and yeah. the possible possible links to Bigfoot. Well, it's a recent thing that I've been I've been looking into, really. Uh, um, uh, this all over North America, uh, there have been tombs un uncovered that have, have giant bodies in them. When I say giant bodies, seven foot to nine foot, if you will, uh, skeletons. We've always said uh, there's never been any evidence that, that um, Bigfoot. It has been around. Nobody's ever found a body. I'm not saying that these are Bigfoot's body, Bigfoot bodies, but there was mm. a race of people in America that were extraordinary tall, and this was this happened before um, um, 1600s when we landed and we populated North America um, yeah. with the think, uh, Native Americans. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think these these were an offshoot then, a natural evolutionary offshoot, or do you think there was something else? Well, um, it's very possible that they were human humanoid, and 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 they were just like, or well, like we, we, where we would describe a human being, um, you know, not not hairy like Bigfoot would be. You know, you've seen the you've seen the Willow Creek video that's that that shows the Bigfoot walking across the creek. Mm. Um, so we don't. I, I, I'm not saying that this race was Bigfoot, but what I'm trying to say is. That there is 
record history that 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 there were large people living in in America. Yeah. Now, now, <clears throat> would it be as uh, would it be a far stretch of imagination to say that if these people were hunted to extinction, which it seems they, they have been, mm. would they not go and hide in the forests and the woods in America? I mean, I've been. I've. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to any parts of America. I've, I've certainly been to the Appalachians, mm. and there's miles and miles and miles and miles. Yeah, just miles of forest land. Just thousands uh, of square miles, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and you think, wow, well, uh, you know. Anything could be hiding in anything there. Anything could be in there. And anything that had good bushcraft, mm. you know, could hide from from humans. But and it, but slipping onto the more modern thoughts on Bigfoot, um, it, it's a, a, a bipedal ape. Mm. Um, well, you, you, you mentioned before, actually, Stu, if you don't mind me well, again, interrupting. Yeah. There's, there's an interesting sentence that you came out with there about we've never found a dead one no no this is this is the thing you know nobody's ever found uh any remains of a bigfoot and this is why why science will say that um it yeah. yeah. doesn't exist you can't have one without the other this is this is very true could um, they be interdimensional beings do you think this has been said and i'll go back to what i was talking about before about as um as vibe having different um, frequencies that we're vibrating, does has a, has a being developed on this planet that can that can use that frequency to camouflage itself? I mean, how many sightings have you said? Well, well that we stood right in front of me, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. There's mm. lots and lots and lots of um, of uh, stories that a pit of sightings that will say that you know yeah. it had just gone i could hear something but i couldn't see it you couldn't see it yeah i mean there's there's reports isn't there of, of similar things across the, all across the world i mean in australia yeah. they call yeah. the the yowie um and there have been sightings in in britain um oh. you know and and again the interesting thing about britain is people think that that we're a very populated island but in fact our population centres are are quite well populated, and it's something like about ninety six percent of the landmass is actually not populated. I think um, I think the big problem with that, with I think yeah, I thought was thought in in the in Scottish Highlands and maybe in in the remotest parts of Wales, that mm. you know there is a possibility, but uh, I, I would have thought that we, we we'd have hunted it to extinction many years ago if it, if it were sighted in this country because. Yeah because we seem to have uh, got rid of all our predators, bears, wolves, and any, anything that was uh, that that was against the norm. But I, I, I know certainly Russia, you're looking in the uh, uh, Siberia, Tunguska areas, and then we have the relationship to the Yeti um, mm. in the Himalayas, um, even down to Singapore and the Philippines, where they have uh, they, they have a wild creature. It's not um, supposed to be as tall as Bigfoot. It's supposed to be quite small, you know, a, a three foot, four foot bipedal ape, uh, ape-like man mm. that, that wanders around. Uh, so th there are, I think, like, again, like we say again, I think for every every truthful sighting of Bigfoot, you would say there's probably 1,000, 2,000 that aren't. Yeah. You know, um, and, and unfortunately, those that aren't um, uh, sort of muddy the waters. Um, if we go back to the Native American history 
there's there's all sorts of stories about um, um, a wild man in the woods um, that was ape like that that actually stole the children. You know, pretty much the origins of the bogeyman story. Um, yeah. Where where the, the children would be if they went alone in the woods, they would be taken by the by the um, ape like creatures and and eaten. They were mm. kind of very cannibalistic. So. Um, I think that there's something's existed there for many, many years. And if we think that America, like we were saying about England being uh, very spark, it, it, it seems to be populated, mm. it is in certain areas. It's the same in America. There are very big conurbations, you know, yeah. uh, of human habitation, but there are vast areas of none. And there are places right from, well, from North America right through to Alaska that, that human beings have not even stepped on. Mm. Yeah, that's, that, that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. There are huge areas, aren't there, which yeah. are, are fairly inaccessible. Um, and yeah, again, you mentioned other um, other countries as well. Russia obviously has got large areas, certainly. Yeah. Um, you know, above the Arctic Circle that, that very few people go to. Um, Australia, obviously, with the outback. Yeah, the the, the oh, yeah. I, I I haven't been to America, but I have been to Australia, and I can. Yeah. Um, I can I can vouch for the fact that Australia is rather a large country. You know, you can drive for for seven hours and not see another human being. You know, so I can imagine. Yeah, uh, so, you, so it's feasible, isn't it? That, that oh, absolutely, yeah, I, I, absolutely. could exist. That you will. That, and, and if you if there's another comparison actually in the two countries, Australia and North America, um, mm. and I'm, I'm including Canada in North America. I'm not just talking yeah. about um, that. The indigenous population. Um, both spiritually and physically believe in these creatures. Um, yeah. It's a big part of their spiritual um, spiritual initiations and, and uh, a part of the, the tribal um, knowledge. You know that 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 these things exist. Yeah. So that that fascinates me. I think that fascinates me more than anything. That 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 they're quite um, quite passionate about it in that sense. Yeah, it's almost a sort of religion, isn't it? Going going. Yeah. To, back, yeah, yeah. Going back to religion, um, you know, it's almost it's 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 a it's a religious belief, isn't it? That you know there is that they are tied in to to the creatures around them and the land around them. Um, I mean, it's almost like um, you know the sort of old religions that that we had in this this country. Um, yeah. You know, going back thousands of years and even even only a few hundred years. You know, where you had. Um, people who were accused of being witches and, and being yes. of witchcraft who were nothing more really than just what we would now call you know wise women or wise men who knew about uh, nature and, and how nature affects us and, and how to heal people using natural remedies and so on so so you know that those belief systems are being tied into the land and, and, and the seasons and everything else um, I think are quite interesting because yeah. you know they are they are you know universal they are worldwide and and I think they go back through many many thousands of years of history as well. Yeah, and it, and it is interesting that that um, any any race that hasn't been influenced by uh, Christianity or uh, and, 
and, and, and other religions that have kept their old beliefs still have these people who who are he, what what they call healers and uh, yeah yeah, like and doctors because, and yeah because they they not like I say herb they've got herb lore they, they, they understand the the, uh, the land um and, and these are the people really we need to learn from um, yeah absolutely um so but yeah it, it, so I, I like I say going coming back to uh, the big big foot um there was a law passed in America that that banned um, that that banned people from shooting, hunting them, mm. uh, and, and and this law was passed in the eighties. Um, so so it's, some people say, oh, that's an acknowledgement that Bigfoot's real. Yeah. Yes, it could be. It could also be something that's saying, look, if these things do exist, why would you want to go and shoot them just for money? They, you know, fear and I've shot something and I've got. Yeah, got, you know, um, we get but, into the realms of big game hunting there, though. Yeah, yeah. Some, so some, it would some, become a sport, couldn't it? Yeah, some some people's, um, you know, idea of sport um, is is quite different to, to, you know, to my idea of of, of what I think is um, is sport. But um, but yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. interesting that because it, it, it is it then an acknowledgement by the authorities that actually there is something out there. Yeah, um, and you really shouldn't be pointing a gun at it. Yeah, but but I think the other one is we, you know, it, we, like I sort of said before about the ancient Indians and the bogeyman, um, and people saying about the creature being dangerous. I think Bigfoot is potentially a very very dangerous animal. You know, if you think if you think a, a creature that can be six foot to nine foot um, with immense strength and power, mm. um, that is a carnivorous animal. Um, you know, it like a human, it eats meat, it eats uh, vegetables, eats you know, it, it eats uh, vegetables type of thing. Yeah, yeah, omnivorous. Yeah, oh, yeah, it, it could, uh, it potentially be a you know, be if it attacked a human being, it's not going to, uh, it's not, it's not going to be a fair fight, is it? No, so, also, no. <laughs> so, uh, so when people have said they've been, they've had rocks thrown at them, they've been kind of chased out of areas by a creature um this could be true but we've never we've not had any reports of physical attacks but i suppose if they do physically attack there's nobody there to report it at the end of it you know people go missing in the forest all the time yeah that's right yeah they don't um i mean that that yeah that could be an explanation for for any number of missing people over the years because i mean especially in america you know the people go missing all the time don't they yeah yeah, you know, I mean, they go missing in, in in every country in the world, but um, that could certainly be an ex explanation. And every everybody will put it down. Maybe it's a bear attack, and maybe uh, you know, a, a you know, a wild animal because they're mountain lions only in America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that are quite big and, uh, and you know, uh, could take a person down quite easily. Um, I think what I, I'm trying to allude to is that they're not a cuddly creature. Or no, big, absolutely. Big not. They're, they're not something that 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 we, that we, you know, that we think we could befriend. They're a wild animal um, that is probably a bit more intelligent than than, than most wild animals, and yeah. would probably stay stay out of human uh, contact as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, but, it's interesting that some of the reports I've read where people have said that they've uh, they've had encounters with with what they they call um, a bigfoot. The first thing that that really they notice before they actually see the creature is is the smell. 
Yes, that that's what you're going on to. But again, if if you if you're a, a carnivorous animal and you're you're killing, um, you're killing deer uh, or whatever you're killing to eat, all that blood's going into that fur, uh, you know, the fur of the bodies, then that's going to be rancid after a while, isn't it? It's going to absolutely stink. Yeah, it's not going to be a nice smell, is it? <laughs> no. So, so that 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 is what has been said quite a lot that the the smell is uh is quite bad. So I mean, they, they might not have very good hygiene uh, no. regime, regimes, you know. But uh, <laughs> they probably but, don't shave on a regular basis. No, no, you know, and uh, you know, get the L'Oreal out because they're worth it and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. But no. um, I, I I think that that. The television programs that are on the, uh, you know, the expeditions where they go, go out to find it, the, the, in, in a way, the, the, the great to deter people from not going looking for Bigfoot in the fact that they're so rubbish um, in their in their explanations uh, explanations of everything, you know, that, that they talk about, and 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 I think if you're going to protect a species, because you know you you won't want it to become extinct even if it you know from the existence of it that, that these programs really promote that i do i do uh i, I yeah. do like watching them and i, mean, I like the theories and i think yeah you know yeah i mean they are um again very much for entertainment purposes and yeah and you can sort of slap that label on um a lot of these tv programs as i mentioned before paranormal ufos um any sort of you know hunting hitler and all this sort of thing it's all very much for uh entertainment purposes and and you know they all tend to be very light on evidence um yes. extremely light on evidence and 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 more sort of entertainment so so i think i think the whole bigfoot phenomena and and it's exactly the same with with other cryptids you know big cats and that sort of thing uh, i think they can again they can fall into that sort of uh very similar um you know umbrella of of entertainment programs rather yeah, than yeah it's like what, what they call programs yes yeah, what they call yeah. click clickbait don't they, on the on, on the thing that's what they all are they're just they're just something to to catch your attention and they have to have something dramatic happen I, I, the one that makes me laugh the most i'll just i'll just have to say this Greg, is when they do the tree knocks and uh they're hitting the tree with a piece of hickory, which is usually a baseball bat, and it has a nice resonant sound coming from it, like a thump, you know, really good sound. And then did they have a reply that sounds exactly the same as a baseball bat hitting a tree, not a branch hitting a tree? Yeah. Because if you've hit a tree with a branch of a tree, it doesn't really make that much of a noise. It doesn't certainly carry that far. No. No, you know, and that's what that's what <laughs> one of the things that makes me smile when they do. Oh, we've got to respond. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's some, so, somebody around the other side of the tree with a, yeah. with a somebody like yeah, about two hundred yards away. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a great subject. It really is, and yeah. you know, we've um, we've we've covered quite a lot of ground on uh, on this podcast, and as I said, you know, there's 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 been subjects that we've chatted about there that. Um, we've certainly never broached these subjects before on the podcast so it's been it's been great to be able to do that um where can people get in contact with you are you on on social media are you on facebook or anything like that I, i'm on facebook really uh Stuart allen on, on facebook if you want to contact me just uh just uh inbox me 
Yeah, yeah. So, so if people want to have a chat with you at any time yeah. about, about anything that we've talked about, um, and obviously if if people have any information they want to pass on to you or definitely any definitely. any theories or anything like that, yeah. Have, have you thought about writing a book, Stu? Because I think you've got so much so much stuff there. It uh, seems I, a shame, you know. <laughs> I, I, I have. I, I've thought about it. Don't don't get me wrong. I have thought about um, putting my thoughts down and uh, uh, and theories together. Mm. Um, it's certainly something. It, 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 I suppose I, I'm I'm still I'm still an open book myself mm. because I, I, I'm I would like to listen to, to to hear other people's ideas from what I've been talking about tonight because I, I, I'm not saying I would never say that I'm right on anything that I've I've talked about, but I've, I've just got to I've just feel that there are there is some truth in behind in what I'm what I'm thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no. Well, no, there's some some very um, some very good theories, and you know, very uh, very interesting theories. So, Thank you. Matt. It's been great. It's been great talking to you. Yeah, no, um, it's been absolutely great having you on, Stuart. And uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to chat more with you about it. Yeah, anytime, anytime, anytime you want. If, if people are interested, if people listen to your podcast are interested and want me back on, then just get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, it's been great. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you, Greg. Um, yeah, it's been brilliant. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye Bye bye. You can visit my website at www.craigbryant.co.uk. Paranormal Pendle will return. And remember to keep watching the shadows. <laughs> <laughs>